Welcome to Talk Mental Health with Logan Noon, special episode Corona. Um, this is the first group virtual social distancing episode I've done. So thank you guys for participating. Um, and what we're going to do is we have one person from each class level at Pacific Northwest University. And we're going to talk about how this crazy pandemic has impacted all of us. And so I think the best way to get started is we congratulate Kat. Boom. Fourth year for matching. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So Kat is a fourth year and Kat, can you kind of just tell us how the last like month of your life has been? Yeah. Um, it's been odd. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, I've pretty much done with med school, except we still have a couple like online courses, a couple weeks of that, but, um, you know, it's like this all boils down to this big match day and this and that, but for us this year, it's kind of just been, um, like open an email and then post on Facebook and like that's the celebration. So it kind of, it just, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's a whole lot different necessarily. Can you explain so. to the listener like who doesn't really know what match day is and okay. what match day normally yeah. looks like? Absolutely. So, you know, traditionally match day is this, um, okay. So, you know, when you're in your fourth year, um, you, you know, after you've applied to all these, these residencies, interviewed all the stuff, you submit your rank list, um, and then you wait. You wait to see where you're, you're going to end up because you've ranked these places and they've hopefully ranked you um, on how badly they want you to go there. And um, you, uh, you basically get this email, like, on a Monday saying whether you've matched or not because um, you know, it's basically saying you have a job for the next X amount of years, um, and you're going to go in a residency. So that's, that's a big relief for a lot of people just knowing whether they matched or not. And then, um, later on in that week on uh, Friday, you get an email and it tells you exactly where, and you know, if you've, if you've applied for multiple different specialties or something, it can tell you that it'll tell you that too. But, um, usually in med school, they, they have this big celebration. Um, a lot of times uh, schools will have the senior students basically get up on stage and open their envelope. And that envelope is like the first notification to them where they're going to go. So it's just like this big surprise. People are, you know, tears are flowing, confetti, all this stuff. But for us, it's, uh, it wasn't quite the case. It was, uh, we're all, you know, separated and we our our graduation got canceled and all of that, so um, you know, all for the safety of others. But it's uh, it doesn't feel like the celebration that you anticipate you'll be having. Yeah, certainly. So, like, how? I mean, if if I was in your shoes, I would probably feel pretty pissed and just strange, I guess. So, like, I guess, how has this made you feel? Yeah, um, you know, I multiple things like on one part of me I was like well I guess that you know I don't have to <laughs> it's stupid but like get tickets and decide who's going because we only have a limited number of seats who's going to be there and this and that but you know as it kind of sank in um I was kind of more it, it just feels a little I don't know it just doesn't feel like I'm done or like this isn't the uh the big moment that everyone like pumps it up to be you know because uh it's it just is kind of downplayed by this whole this 
huge pandemic that's going on. Um, that's kind of what's on everyone's minds, um, not only like the general public, but also like graduating seniors. So it's just kind of, um, I guess, the bigger news in the media. But, you know, I think overall, I'm, I was more disappointed by the fact that I wouldn't be able to celebrate like with my friends and, and my family wouldn't get the kind of like official graduation ceremony because I think that that was important to them, you know, seeing me get hooded and then taking pictures and this and that. But I'm sure a lot of people were uh, pretty disappointed by it. Yeah, it's it's certainly very strange. Like I've been looking forward to graduation forever now and you know to think yeah. that you don't have one is is pretty lame so I'm sorry that you won't get to have that moment for yeah. you and your family and and everything oh thanks yeah as long as we don't get sick and stuff I guess it's all good yeah and so you're matched or you did match into general surgery mm -hmm. and have they mm -hmm. talked anything about like moving your start date up because of any of this madness so I, my specific place is not, um, and you know, the only, I, you know, they said that in like Italy, they're having med students come in and all this, and they were kind of recruiting um, further down the line um, to try and get more hands in there. But so far, I've not heard of that happening in the U.S. Um, I think there was talk of it maybe in New York where they're going to be getting hit pretty hard um, that basically the new PGY1s, the new interns, um, new residents, you can say that they might be recruited or it'll be like on a voluntary basis, basically. So I, I think you don't have to, but if you want to start early, you can, um, you know, and whether that'll happen nationwide, I'm not quite sure. Um, but as far as I, my place goes, I'm, I'll be in Chicago and um, I don't, they haven't talked about that at all. Chicago. So is all day right now spending you looking up like apartments and stuff in Chicago, at least something fun? <laughs> it was, it was pretty great, but a lot of leases don't start for like 60 days out. So I have to cool my jets because I'm just getting excited about places that probably won't be available. <laughs> yeah, true. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, just, um, you know, trying to get things squared away and prepare for the, for my fiance's um, next year. Cause he's, you know, in the same classes you guys so oh yeah you also got engaged this year no big fucking deal uh, yeah 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 so do, the rest of, so do the rest of you have any questions for cat radio silence all right so third year uh oh we lost somebody alan will hop back on so third year macy is uh in third year with me and it's been very strange because third year we're traditionally on our uh rotations you know essentially being little minions for doctors running around so macy can you tell us how coronavirus has impacted our level of ed education right now yeah um so i guess like for our school um in general like different people in different sites have had a slightly different experience um where we're at in Yakima, the hospital itself closed uh, rotations to students a couple weeks ago. Um, so that kind of left most of us in Yakima without a rotation. There um, were a few other clinics and things in town that kept students on. Um, but we were kind of without anywhere to go. Um, other 
other sites throughout Washington and um, in the other states, I think their preceptors and locations were allowing them to be there as long as the school was okay with it. Um, but then they started realizing like this was ramping up and there wasn't gonna be enough um, PPE. So the personal Which protective is what? equipment. Okay, yeah, thank you. Like the masks and the gowns and the um, gloves and all that stuff to protect healthcare workers. Um, there wasn't gonna be enough for students to also have that. And so I think some students got a little nervous that they were supposed to be on rotation, but they weren't being given masks and gowns and things to protect them. And uh, so it kind of just became an issue. The governing bodies for both MDs and DO med schools came out and said, look, we think you should pull all med students for at least two weeks and just kind of see how this shakes out. And our school was not on board with that at first. They were like, well, let's just, if you can be helpful, go and be helpful. If they want you there, go be there. Um, and then finally they were like, oh, wait, no, let's just pull everyone for two weeks. So um, I was doing radiology at the time. So it was remote anyway, except for me and one other student. And so we were just meeting in a big room on campus where we could be further apart and then everyone else was on Zoom. So I didn't go through that whole thing where I felt like I was being put in an unsafe situation. Um, so it didn't set, set me back or anything. Um, but then once that ended, I had nowhere to go. So um, our school set up online rotations, which I think is not what a lot of medical schools are doing. Um, I'm kind of grateful because they're trying not to set us back for graduation requirements. So they set up various online rotations essentially where we'll meet my class does two hours of Zoom every day. And then we yeah. have an assignment and then we do like case logs. Um, so things that they, we would normally see on a rotation, we just read about them and logs that we've read about them, essentially. Um, aside from that, I've just been like board studying more than I probably would have been. And yeah, yeah. I guess that's kind of so I'm actually in the same online class as Macy. We're learning about babies and woman parts right now. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I quite frankly hate it. I am really bored. Um, I was still on clinical rotations right at the start of coronavirus, and it was kind of a weird scenario. They were like, okay, to preserve uh, protective equipment, Logan, we're not going to have you go in with any room, uh, with any patient, excuse me, that has a fever or a cough, kind of the, the traditional symptoms of coronavirus. But it turned out like I ended up going in a couple rooms with suspected positives. And so I had to self-quarantine for a couple weeks and they ended up being negative. So it was all good. But it was just very, very weird. And then I ended up getting kicked off rotations and doing the online um, education right now. And I am very thankful that our school is, like Macy said, not setting us back. But it's bringing me back to what dedicated study time was. Um, and we'll have Alan talk about that in a second, uh, right before boards, which I was, I mean, just super depressed. I hated that period of my life. And I like being around people. So I'm very much struggling right now. And the one thing that's getting me through is Call of Duty Warzone, baby. I highly suggest you all download it. PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, it's full free. And the greatest thing is 
I've been talking to people more through Call of Duty than I ever did through text message, than I ever did through social distancing. I don't know if that says anything about my friendships, but it's at least allowing me to talk to other people, you know, back from the East Coast or just kind of all over. And it feels like I'm at least still socializing with people, even though it's just me and my dog while I scream at the TV and like throw grenades and stuff. So I'm actually... Wait, Logan... Go ahead. Were you a big Call of Duty guy before this all happened? No, not at all. No, I was a <laughs> I was a NBA 2K, which is basketball, of course. But oh, you know, let's go! Yeah, dude, <laughs> Call of Duty brings people together. It is a healthy thing right now, given coronavirus. <laughs> so I, I as a soon-to-be psychiatrist, am advocating all of you download Call of Duty. Hashtag Doctors, sponsored. Uh, yeah, I'm just pissed that the download takes like 80 gigabytes, and now like my Xbox won't even hold it. So I've been playing 2K. <laughs> no, dude, you gotta download it. You gotta, just, you, come on, you gotta delete the porn off your Xbox. You'll be fine. <laughs> I already did that, and I even cleared a couple of games off there. So I'm just trying to figure it out, man. I mean, I guess I should say that Call of Duty paid me to say that. Um, but you know, I'm just kidding. But seriously, everyone should download it. But outside of Call of Duty, I'm super bored and depressed. And like, I don't know what to do. I kind of, I was telling my wife about this. Like, so I live with, you guys, of course, know bipolar disorder. And when I'm really depressed, one of my like symptoms of my depression is social isolation. And like, I lock myself up and I don't talk to anybody and I just get down. So now it almost feels like I have this symptom of depression in my life that's forced on me, but I am not necessarily depressed, but it's making me depressed because I have that symptom forced on me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I get that. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. It's kind of like don't get up and do productive things all day because you're stuck inside. And I'm sure it's like super easy to fall into dark times for a lot of people. That's a really good point. Like, yeah. All over the place. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So that's been at least my experience these last, what, three weeks or so. So why don't, Alan, I kind of was talking about dedicated study time, and I guess now this is like the start of your dedicated study time. So why don't you tell us about like how this is impacting your experience, if his internet's working. Yeah. Um, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so... We have our big, our first board exam, step one's coming up uh, probably sometime this summer if those don't get canceled. Um, but uh, basically, we've been looking forward to having more time to study for boards for a while now. So having classes online and canceled is kind of like what we've been hoping for. Um, obviously, we didn't want it in yeah. this situation. No coronavirus. But uh, yeah. It's positive. No one wanted this, but but it is um nice i mean there's like subjects that our school doesn't cover that are high like high yield on the boards as well as some of the other outside resources and i'm just saying this based on what i'm getting practice questions on um but it it's nice to have that time to like do more question blocks and then actually make flashcards for the questions i'm getting wrong so i'm not missing the same questions over and over again and you know before it was like school was priority, but then board setting was on top of that. And now it kind of feels like that's reversed. So that's a, that's a nice thing for, I think for, for me at least. 
Yeah. And I, I hope, the, so just so the listeners understand, um, dedicated study time is like the, you basically do nothing except for prep for the big board exam. And the board exam is kind of like the million dollar test or even more than that. It's essentially, if you do well on that test, you can really set yourself up to do any residency you want. And if you don't do that great, it's just going to make things maybe a little bit more challenging for you moving forward. So it's probably the most important test that you'll ever take in your life as a med student. And then for me, I'm also very social, like you, Logan. So having to be socially quarantined is also helpful for my board studying. Because if I wasn't required to be off by myself, I might want to do a lot more social things. So it's kind of another bright spot in all of this weird situation. Well, and thankfully you got your fiance locked up with you, right? And you're, because she's a student as well. Yes. Yeah, it does help to have, uh, to be quarantined with someone else. You know, I don't know what it would be like to be alone, but I, I would be struggling with that. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for, for Sarah. Well, I think I can kind of speak also for Macy and Kat. Um, you know, our, our classes didn't have as much dedicated study time as like you are having right now. And we always complained about that to the administration and it was just really challenging. So I absolutely hope that your class murders the boards and maybe our administration will take notice and give this amount of dedicated study time like other medical schools do. Um, Amen. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, I had the same thought. board studying might be changing. It might be changing to like not to pass fail, not... uh, Ranked. Yes, that's so. on. That is true. Good point. Good point. So well, Logan, you and well Macy, step one step may two. not be. That's after my class, though, right? Yeah, I think it's during your class. Yeah, or Jordan, after. you'll have, you'll be. Yeah, I think we're the last one to take the Jordan. You could normal step one. You could delay when you take step one, so you could technically have a pass fail step one score because you don't have to. Because that's the MD version of our Comlex. Comlex isn't changing. But yeah. The step one is, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was just wondering how that would look with like our Comlex scores, and then them having nothing to base that off of, other than like our school rankings, I guess. <laughs> I guess I don't know what they're gonna look at when it's just past bell. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Uh, that's that's another <laughs> podcast episode. We could go down a rabbit yeah. hole there. <laughs> yeah. um, well, all right. So Jordan, you know, you're you're the first year here. So what about you? Tell us about how how this has kind of impacted your level of education right now. Um, so I'm I'm a classroom guy. Um, I like going to class. So me watching Panoptos has been the biggest struggle. Um, I'm not gonna lie, the first day I put them on, I fell asleep twice during a lecture. Like I just I can't sit at home and and have a computer up um and so I know like first year it's kind of more of a focus on classroom stuff more than boards but at this point it's kind of like using outside resources and kind of just more focused on boards because um all our tests are now pass fail uh or not even pass fail as long as you participate like as long as you don't put c c c c for every answer you get 100 percent um yeah so it's like there's literally i mean there's a point because like it's 
for our patients and for our tests and everything. But like at the same time, I'm not staying up till 3 a.m. every night or I'm not stressed out about the test the next day because it really doesn't matter, um, which I guess is nice in a way. But it's just like, I don't know, it's hard to find a balance because, I mean, we just got through our first semester. So you're starting to get your foot on the ground there and figure things out. And now it's just all up in the air again. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this earlier. Like I felt the spring semester of first year is where I kind of finally started to figure out like how to study for medical school, but also more importantly, I like I kind of really like cemented who my friends were, like who my closest allies kind of were at the school. And, and so I think it's tough that you're not, not able to, to be there. What do you guys think? I was just thinking the same thing. Like I was talking to my husband and I'm like, second semester of first year I feel like is when I kind of found my people and um Mm -hmm. I felt like I was I knew how to study a little bit better I was it was just like a happy time (laughs) because I had like good friends I kind of felt like I knew what I was doing and then I knew coming in a second year with board setting looming like that was something I could worry about in the future (laughs) and I could just kind of enjoy that time so I do feel bad for for you guys in first year right now um that you're missing out on that yeah, I mean, especially like uh, at the beginning of the year, like it, I, medical school is isolating and now it's just like definitely locked that in a little bit more. Uh, luckily, I live with two other first years, so we have each other and that's been uh, nice. But I know like some of my buddies that either did the MAMS program, so like the program associated uh, with our school and everything. Um, I have a lot of good friends there, but they're uh, living in one bedroom apartments and stuff, so. Uh, I know they're struggling, but yeah, we, we play the video games as well. Uh, we actually started playing League of Legends again, which is the nerdiest computer game in the world. <laughs> um, but like, literally, there's like, you just run out of time in the day. Like, I was telling Logan earlier, like, we killed Tiger King in one day. <laughs> what a great show. I recommend to everyone. <laughs> um, people ask if it's good. I say uh, it's more of entertaining than anything. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely weird, uh, especially if you're a classroom learner, um, getting, cause it's like, we watch Panoptos and one, if like, uh, I find it dumb that if a professor made a mistake or something, or like there was an issue with the recording, that they don't re-record it. And so we just have like these strange things going on during the recordings. Um, I don't know. It's different. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay. This, we have now four minutes left before my free version of zoom kicks us off. So I think that's a good, good way. Four minutes left is our goal. So I said my biggest suggestion for this was everyone needs to download call of duty to get through coronavirus, uh, self quarantine. Can each of you give a short suggestion of what you have learned as, as helped you and might help out somebody else during this time? Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll start. Um, I would say, you know, talk to, I've been FaceTiming family and friends that I haven't seen or talked to in a long time. So that's really important and has helped me get through and as well as them, I think. Um, So FaceTiming your loved ones or calling them on the phone. um, And then, you know, focusing on positive uh, things in your life. Like I've been trying to cook healthy or get into gardening or, um, you know, just pick up hobbies that are conducive to being calm in stressful times and um sleep as much as you can 
Duh, let's go. Because I've been doing a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I've been exercising a lot, trying to get outside on nice days. Um, also doing FaceTime, and then um, I discovered that house party app. And that's kind of fun way to kind of FaceTime and play games with people. Um, if you don't know about that, you should check out the house party app. Um, mm. And then like cooking and baking, I've been doing that um, and just studying a lot. But a lot of just things I enjoy doing on top of studying. And the FaceTime stuff helps with the isolation feelings for sure. Yeah, I would recommend just moving your body, even if it's not like exercise, just stretching more and like there are free yoga apps. I know that are like, are you making out, a like, sexual innuendo right like now, that. Alan? Oh, no, I, I didn't mean to. It's all right. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Logan took it as fun. Yeah. I second that, brother. Like, yeah, I might go more... Uh, I don't know. I saw this quote at the YMCA that was like, work out because you love your body, not because you don't love your body or something like that. And I've really taken that to heart and just like, I know my body needs to like move. So I'm just trying to like listen to it and make sure it gets what it needs. Yeah, you are. All right, Jordan, we got a minute left. Why don't you tell us All your right. suggestion? Fired up. Download a video game just like a COD or a computer game. Uh, get outside as much as you can and um look forward to football season i guess oh god <laughs> six months from now <laughs> <laughs> well hey everyone this was a pleasure sorry i'm not paying for the premium version of zoom you know <laughs> if, if you're listening suggest this podcast to someone else so maybe i can afford the real one <laughs> thanks for having yeah. us Logan. dude this thank was a you. pleasure oh, thank you guys you. all right adios <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. improves children's health by developing better treatments and technologies. Ranked one of the top children's hospitals in the nation, we take on the most complex, rare, and life-threatening conditions because all children deserve a healthy future. And with our new pediatric focus research and innovation campus, we are generating and sharing even more discoveries because at Children's National Hospital, we want to help every child grow up stronger. Learn more at childrensnational.org innovation. What event comes once a year and could change how you see the world around you? The answer? When your vision benefits renew. And now that they have, there's no better time to visit your neighborhood Pearl Vision, where they'll cover your out-of-pocket cost or insurance copay for your eye exam. Schedule your family's eye exams at pearlvision.com. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 4-30-2022. Exams available at the Independent Doctors of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision.